Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language podcast about the K-League. My name's Mark, I'm joined tonight by Paul. It's been a while since the two of us have done a podcast actually, right? Uh, it's been a while since you've done a podcast. The two of us, I said, together? Yeah. It's yeah. been a while, I guess you've been doing them with, with the Phantom for the last couple of weeks, yeah? At the ladies' football. At the ladies' football. But we'll get to talk about the supermatch later on. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I have quite a lot to say about that one, yeah. Has your blood pressure gone down yet? Um, nope. I'm, I'm, I'm still pretty angry at a certain Mr. Park, yeah. But anyway, um, so, the, so this week I guess we're, as we talked, we'll, we'll mention uh, the, the Super Match. We'll talk a little bit, obviously, preview the, the games coming up this weekend. Uh, I am off to Thailand uh, on a special scouting mission uh, next week. He's a bit old to be scouted. I, I want to ask him if there's any... If there's any Players. I mean, now that the Asian quota has been, you know, has been brought in, or the Asian quota even has been brought in, I'm going to go off and see what the, what Thailand has to offer in terms of uh, young players that could come over. Okay. So yes, we, we've set you up an interview with uh, one of the first foreigners to grace the, the K League, uh, Mr. Thai. What's his name? Pierpong. Yep. Uh, you're going to find out what the K-League was like for foreigners back in the early 80s uh, and some other stuff besides some other hopefully. Stuff, yeah. and hopefully we'll get that probably not going to record it but I guess we'll, we'll put it up in the blog when I get back yeah. yeah. I don't think he speaks particularly good English so I think yeah. you'll have to do it as a written one but. ok, ok, sweet ok, cool um, so that'll be after I come back yeah. but also on this night's show or tonight's show we'll talk a little bit about the Asian Champions League that has just finished and, and I guess there's some other Champions League news. Close out with a tribute to a K-League legend. A K-League legend indeed, yes. And yes, who, whose name may or may not begin with father. Okay, but uh, you chose the music. Uh, we obviously went with something, uh, because it's summertime, but we went with something sunny. Well, I think this is a bit controversial, right? Because you, you said you wanted something to reflect on Sonong Min, who's had a, a busy week in the EPL and the Champions League. Yep. Um, after disregarding all the ones we've used before, the only one that was left was the Animals, House of the Rising Sun. Okay. Which, uh, you know, the Rising Sun's a little bit controversial in Korea, so I'm expecting lots of people to write in and complain about us choosing this, but it is a nice song, so... Okay. And that is because... First Korean to get sent off in the Premier League. <laughs> yes, he was indeed. Yep. Okay. Uh, which, given the fact that he actually missed the Asian, the sorry, no, not not the Asian Champions League, but the Champions League semi-final. Maybe he's got a discipline problem, right? <laughs> did you see? Did you see the replay of him pushing the the guy over, the Colombian guy? Uh, I tend to watch nothing that involves Son Young Min. He took exception. So he was involved in a foul. Um, this Colombian guy playing for was it Bournemouth okay. come up and like elbowed him softly and he turned around and pushed him over the guy went down like a like a well you know what the expression is yep I do indeed uh, uh, and then straight red for, for Son I mean Son does have previous with, with Colombians right he, he, he got a, a little bit tetchy at the end of that friendly uh, he was obviously pretty badly treated in the friendly that we went to uh, and and uh, Suwon World Cup Stadium as well, yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe he just doesn't like Colombians. 
or maybe they just don't like him. But the song is not just about his record. The song is about him being in the Champions League final. Yeah. After Spurs performed the second amazing comeback of the week. I, I assume you're very proud today. The the two the two Champions League teams are from England. The two the two UEFA League the Europa League teams are from England. You must be very proud about that. Uh, Liverpool's best player is from Scotland. Their second best player used to play with Celtic. Spurs' best player <coughs> used to play with Celtic. Uh, I think you'll find it's a pretty Scottish Champions League uh, final. The Europa League, I don't, I, don't even know what, I don't even know what that is. Is that like some Diddy tournament that the championship teams get in? It's a, it's, a champion. it's a Diddy tournament that Aberdeen get knocked out of in the uh, qualifying <laughs> rounds. I think we also get knocked out of it as well. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Victor Wanyama, Celtic legend. Vigil van Dijk, Celtic legend, Andy Robertson, Scottish and Celtic player. Uh, three, three ex-Celtic players in the Champions League final. So that's why we chose House of the Rising Sun. That's why we chose House of the Rising Sun. Indeed, indeed. I'm going to do one of those like, things that happened when, when Steve McManaman won the, the Champions League with Valencia, I think it was. And the commentator said, Liverpool legend, Steve, uh, blah, 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 England, blah, blah, blah. It was just all about how McManaman had you know once played in England yeah or whatever so I'm going to do the same thing I'm going to claim the Champions League for Celtic ok um, but enough about non-Asian football uh, where do you want to start uh, K-League or ACL ACL ACL, ACL. ok John Bagginal turn it through ok finished young number out are they out almost out Um, that would have been Wednesday night right yeah. I'm not really sure actually they lost. They were leading against Shandong and then they lost. They lost, yeah. With uh, Fellaini. I actually, I, I, I didn't actually see much of the of the games this week. Um, at all, to be honest. Uh, so based on our uh, thing of not talking about games we've not seen, we'll I'm, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the games. I'm just going to say that John Book and Ulsan are definitely uh, into the into the, the knockout stages. So Kyungnam play. So Kyungnam are in third at the moment on five points. Shandong are through top of the group uh, Shandong travel to Kashima in their last game knowing they don't need to do anything yep Kyungnam have the Malaysian team who've just got their first win uh, at home uh, it was pretty lucky actually because obviously the Malaysian team beating Kashima was unexpected yeah uh, but that gives Kyungnam a little bit of hope but obviously they need Shandong to do the, do the come up with the goods in Japan which okay. probably won't happen but and Daegu, how, how did Daegu go? Uh, they thumped Melbourne Victory 4-0. Okay. So, um, <coughs> how were they looking for a potential last 16? Um, for the last 16, they are they got to go to Guangzhou, right, for their last game. Yeah. Uh, currently, they're second. Uh, and it's winner takes all in that game, basically. Okay. Tegu got nine points. Guangzhou have got seven. Okay. So whoever wins that game, well, I guess if Tegu get a draw, Tegu get a win or a draw, they're through. Guangzhou win, Tegu out. Okay. Uh, when was the last time we had three Korean teams in the last sixteen? Um, Could have been a while ago, right? You're testing my knowledge. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember the year that Gambo Saka. Maybe I don't know if they won it, but they knocked out So and Jonbuk and Songnam effectively, right? They they won they won Songnam's group, beat So in the next in the last sixteen, and then knocked 
John McKinnon the semi-finals or something like that, right? Uh, I guess that year there might have been three teams in the last 16. Well, there was, yeah. Songnam, John Book, and Seoul, obviously. So that would have been in 2015. Okay. Because this, this week, this week was my anniversary, my four year anniversary of my one and only ACL overseas oh, trip. Yep. When I went to Gamba, it was uh, four years ago. So that would be the last time, I think, that there was three Korean teams in the last 16. Um, in the other games, Jumbuk beat Beijing 1-0 away to qualify, yep. and Ulsan beat Sydney 1-0 at home to qualify. With Mix scoring a Mark Viduka-esque uh, little backflip goal, yeah? Uh, we, we've made, uh, I, wouldn't say, I, wouldn't say, I don't want to say we've made fun of him, but we've uh, perhaps mocked him a little bit for being a Man City player, but, but that goal was worthy of the Man City sky blue kit, do you not think? Uh, it, was well a, taken. it was a fantastic goal. I mean, I think he's on his day. I mean, we, we kind of laughed at him about the, you know, the Honam University thing that he did, and then Osan crashed out to beat them now in the cup. Um, you know, his I'm ninety percent certainly going to win. Yeah, I'm ninety percent certainly going to win a trophy, uh, win a medal or something. Like that. Uh, I mean, he has said a few <coughs> potentially daft things on, on on Twitter, but there's no. Denying that he's a he's a top talent. Um, At least he's not putting up photos of a feast that he's having every day. Suave. <laughs> I guess we'll get onto that when we talk about the Songnam Jumbo game, yeah. <laughs> but um, mix potentially out here in the summer. Hey, I, I saw someone saying that that he's, his contract is up this summer. And yeah, I mean his loan's got to be up this summer, yeah. He's not committed himself to staying, so. I mean, I think he's done well. I think he's he's definitely. Improved that Ulsan team. He's, he's, you know, he's scored a couple of goals now in the three or four goals now in the ACL. Um, he's not. Is he going to break into the Man City team anytime soon? No, but I think he's definitely come over. Showed he has the talent to play at a probably you would argue a, a, a higher level than the K League. So it's Scottish Premier. Scottish Premier. He'll be the next player coming to Celtic. He was the new Paddy Roberts, with a probably slightly better command of English than Paddy. Maybe. Uh, I think we can shoot on Celtic in every podcast, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe we should rebrand it the Forty Nine Shades of Football. Well, then we're going to put fifty in as well for for Wednesday. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Gary Hooper, free transfer back to Celtic. Anyway, let's move on. Let's let's stop talking about Wednesday and Celtic. Before we lose any more listeners, yeah. So that's the ACL done. Yep. K League. K League. Uh, so I guess since the last time I was on the podcast, there's quite a lot that's happened. Been two uh, rounds. Songnam. Since, since since we last did a podcast, it's all been two rounds of. Uh, yeah. Songnam beat Osan and then uh, drew with John Book. Uh, I was at the John Book game. Uh, I, I guess the game finished pretty much in 90 minutes. If you only drew the John Book game. After we were shafted out of a point. Well, let's not talk about let, let's not talk about who you shafted out of three points on uh, on Sunday, right? With your blatant cheating. Didn't shaft anyone. It was out. disgusting. Let, let's start with Sol Chombo the week before. Okay, why? It's past. A game I didn't see. Let's move on to the, but still the last week's games. The fact, the fact of the matter is, like, Sol did the exact same thing by by delaying, you know, like that free kick for a minute and a half. It was the referee should have blown the whistle immediately after the ball was taken. What? 
You didn't shoot? You passed. There was still 30 seconds left at that point. Well, it wasn't. It was. It, were, it was already a minute overtime. I was, I was watching it. It, it was before the. It, it was wasn't. before the, the, the overtime finish. We can discuss this off the podcast. It was not. There was six minutes added, and, and he took that after 96 minutes. He thought the free kick. He took it. The, Him the, and the free pa- kick was Patrick given. Young and Osmar. Patrick Young and Osmar wasted a minute, a minute talking about what to do. He take it. The free kick was taken about 30 seconds before time. No, it wasn't. It was. 100% wasn't. The free kick was awarded 30 seconds before time ran out. Yeah. They then wasted a minute to take it. Anyway, uh, so we'll start with Sol John, uh, Songnam Jombuk. Nothing each draw. Two goals chopped off. One for each team. Uh, <laughs> Sorry? Where, where are we starting? Songnam Jombuk. Okay. Um, so basically finished nothing each. Jombuk fresh off their disgusting victory against Seoul. Whatever. This is this is a Kaylee podcast, right? Yeah. Keep your soul podcast for next week when I'm in Thailand. Um, so basically, yeah, uh, I, I would. Who, who didn't score first? Uh, Songnam didn't score first. It was at their way end, so I didn't. I couldn't possibly comment on it. So I, I, I jumped up and cheered, and then when it was in, I was like, okay, fine. And we trust the referees in this country. That was until Sunday when I realised that we're all in Seoul's back pocket. Um, then, yeah. the, then John Book had a goal chopped off just before half time, and there was nothing wrong with it. Uh, it was right in front of me, uh, and it was chopped off. For, you know, the one of those fouls on the goalkeeper, because you know, like the, the player just happens to be standing next to him. Uh, they were very, very, very unlucky to get a goal chopped off. Um, Songnam, looking to try and win the game in the last few minutes, brought on Jaja. <laughs> No, they didn't. Um, unfortunately, Jaja was in Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> they, have, they do an all-you-can-eat buffet in the Moran one on a Saturday, so <laughs> so it's like he couldn't he, he, he couldn't be on the bench. You had to leave at half time. So when he first signed, I think we made a comment that he looked like he's carrying a few pounds. So the, the, his first Instagram post in Korea was "Oh my God, steak!" in Outback Steakhouse. That that's a true story. That was his first because they wanted a Songnam. YF boys found it uh, and everyone laughed at it at the time and he used the, the hashtag suave um, now all the Songnam boys just every time that they go to a restaurant put a photograph on uh, an Instagram with suave I don't know I don't know if it's suave it's S-U-A-V-E I guess that's suave right? suave um, but it's, there's a whole bunch of rumours going about now that he just I mean even Nam came out before the John Book game and <coughs> John Book yeah before the John Book game and said, you know, no, but before, after Inchon, sorry, and said, um, we're struggling with the three foreign players, both Matthias and Eder have the flu, uh, and Jaja has some issues with his weight. Um, the rumour coming from those in the know at Songnam is that we don't even know who, t- who signed him. Nam didn't even know Jaja was getting signed. He just appeared. Um, and the Nam has said this guy's never going to play. And so there's a journalist who is tweeted that he'll streak naked or something uh, if he ever scores a goal. Yeah. So actually, one of the, one of the bonus questions in the prediction league this year is how many of the foreigners get booted at the first opportunity. Yeah, he's gone. And I was getting worried that actually they're all going to make some kind of impact. But you think he's going to be gone? He'll be gone by something. Okay. Um, yeah, he. I spoke to Paul Murphy in Thailand when he was rumoured to be getting signed 
and he said then that he would the when he's fit that when he has his weight down he's, he's exceptional but he just can't keep the weight off uh, and Korea is not exactly the greatest country for keeping weight off I don't think well a friend of mine has adopted a, an all meat diet so he's dropped all the bread potatoes and rice and only eats meat and he said he's lost 8 kilograms in like a month or so yeah but that's because he's so if he's in outback as long as he doesn't have the free bread before the steak I think he's I think he's going to the buffet chief I think I think he's having I think he's having the the the, the gratin or whatever that fake rice pasta dish that they have it's covered in cheese right was it Alice Springs chicken <laughs> I think that's what he's eating anyway and I think he's at the piece of buffet after it <laughs> he's, a, he's a large lad uh, very interestingly I was at you go back to just just quickly I was at uh, the Incheon game with one of your ex Diablos boys and uh, he's South African he's South African there's no ex Diablos and I'm not, I'm not going to you know anyway and we were sitting there and at half time a kid walked up and said to him are you Jaja? <laughs> well someone came someone came up to me at the supermatch other day and said am I Pessage? <laughs> what the f- oh fantastic I don't get that I've never been asked if I was a footballer even when I used to play <laughs> I was never asked if I was one are you oh, there was a guy that used to play for Preston big centre back who had grey hair and was a bit chunky Roberts chunky Graham Roberts was it chunky we were going the word chunky so relevant chief anyway um, so that was that John Boo game yeah I finished nothing each you look a bit like Ali McCoy nowadays actually <laughs> afterwards I went out and uh, met up with with uh, the Reverend yep uh, did you get his comments on anything Kaylee? Uh no by the time I met him he was slurring the words Kim Chinook all want to be a team number one is Kim Chinook that's all I got from him to be perfectly so honest if you'd have got the record out it would have been two or three minutes of rubbish yeah yeah but I did meet up with, with one of the YF boys yep. uh, before the John Book game okay. uh, and we, we did our fan radio and I think we're going to in- introduce this now yeah yep Okay, so I'm joined today uh, at Songnam by Park Sungwan from the, the, the YF boys. We're here obviously at uh, Songnam versus, versus Jombuk. Uh, I'm just going to ask you a, a few questions uh, about, about being a Songnam fan, yeah? Okay. So what, what do you think uh, of the season so far? Great by Park. I thought we would have a tough time in carrying one in this season. Unlike my expectation, Songnam have been showing great performance. I'm so satisfied with it. Okay. Who would you say has uh, been Songnam's best player? I think every Songnam fan I know, including me, will choose Kim Minyeok without doubt. Yeah, he's been fantastic so far, yeah? Excellent, yeah? Yes. Uh, which, in 2016, which ground or team did you miss playing most? Many Songnam fans would say Swan Samsung, but for me, I missed the Incheon game. They have mistake power. They are showing poor performance on the field, but survival in carry one somehow. So I wish to see Hanam beating them. Okay, fantastic. Which opposition player? So which opposition player uh, do you hate most? Young Jihoon. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so why Young? He, he has been showing good performance constantly for Swan Blue Wings, and he is the icon for them. He deserves to be respected by many KDU fans, but I'm from a fan. 
That's why I happy. Fantastic, fantastic. So what's better? I'm going to give you a situation, yeah? So what's better? Beating Jombuk to win the FA Cup or beating Blue Wings to relegate them? My brain say FA Cup trophy. Realistically, winning FA Cup is a for for them. But my heart say Blue Wings relegation. Also me too. <laughs> because I hate them so much like any other Songnam fan. Okay, fantastic. Okay, if we're in the league table, do you think Songnam will finish this year? I think we will be 8th. Eighth. Eighth? Eighth. Eh, that's not bad, yeah. I mean, probably 8th or ninth, I think, yeah? yeah. Would be a good, uh, a good position, yeah? And, uh, and my final question, and then I'll, I'll, I'll let you into the game, yeah? yeah? So which ex-player would you love to have back in the team? Italy, Kim Min-hyuk. He's an essential player for the current team. But that is impossible. So I want one to return. He's a local Sangnam boy and natural finisher. He's called wherever Sangnam needs a post. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that one as well. Excellent. Okay, Sangnam, thank you very much for your time. It was a pleasure talking to you. Okay, okay, thank you. Okay, so the only other game I guess to talk about from the weekend. Just, just before we move on, I want to just ask you a question. Obviously, we quite often comment that uh, as foreigners with a different, perhaps, um, out, outlook on what football's about and how it is, uh, interviewing a Korean fan for this, did you did anything he say surprise you? Uh, he probably could have refrained from saying he hated the chicken wings <laughs> quite quite as many times. <laughs> as you did, <laughs> like, and that was with, and that is with me editing about three of them out. <laughs> so I was probably surprised that you hated Yom so much. Yeah, uh, I guess from a foreigner point of view, like a foreigner watching K League, when someone says to me, you know, like, which opposition player do you hate? Most I kind of generally think of foreigners. You, you know, I don't really actually think about a Korean player I hate. I generally think about. Football, you know, some young Kim Shinook, Lee Dong Gook. I don't, I don't hate Lee Gook or Kim Shinook. You don't hate Kim Shinook. I actually don't hate Park Young either. That's the thing's annoying. But if someone to see me, they which you know, if I thought about players that I, that I hated over the years, Bosna, 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 Chong Tae Se, Dehan. At times, do you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with Dehan. Uh, at times, I said. At times. Um, so Jaja. I think. Jaja. So I think, yeah, uh, Leonardo, Kayo. I mean, these are the guys who, who, who I instantly think about as, as disliking. So I think for, for me, it was just interesting that, you know, given time to think about it, that, that, that the player he came up with was, was, was Yom. Uh, and obviously, because he's good, <laughs> as opposed to... Because he's arrogant. Because <laughs> he's arrogant, yeah. So I think that's maybe like a different fan point of view from a Korean cultural point of view, I guess. From my point of view, I think a player that I... I mean, you hate... The bookie because of his arrogant bowing praying thing, right? Um, not because he's actually good. Yeah, and I hate Jonathan because he's arrogant. And yeah, I hate Jonathan because he's arrogant, right? So I think maybe what and a little bit of bitterness because he's actually good. Yeah, but it's more because of him pulling his top off and standing there looking like an Adonis, right? Um, you know, so I, I think, for example, I don't think you, you would find anyone who would, who would have hated Addy as Kelly mentioned about being the guy who she would bring back, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't think you would really find anyone who would hate him because he was a very nice, decent player. Osmar, another one, no one's going to say, I hate Osmar. But you can hate Jonathan pretty easily. Kyle, I hate probably more than anyone, to, okay. be, to be perfectly honest. Okay. Um, so, 
you want to move on to the super match now? Yeah, so super match, you have, you have exactly one minute to. Did you watch it? Uh, I, I watched parts of it. Okay. It was I a, watched lo- the parts it was a involved- long game, almost 100 minutes. Yeah, I watched the parts involving soul cheating, which was probably most of it. <laughs> Sorry. Go, like, go the highlight. You, I'll give you your. The highlight for me of the super match, and when we get to our winners and losers, the winner for me is anyone who saw Che Young Su's reaction when he thought. Junjate's goal was in, and it was so obviously offside. It was the most blatantly offside goal. It came off a Su one player. That was that was offside. It came off a Su one player. No, it didn't. It did. Did it? Oh well, he was still offside. Um, he was offside, but it came off a Su one player. Correct decision on VAR. It came off a Su one player. That <laughs> didn't. It did. Watch the replay. The ball's poked forward. It goes off the ankle of what, the Su1 defender, drops to Yunjita, and he he's, pokes it in. Nah, I think it's off the ankle of a soul player. <laughs> An ex-soul player, maybe, if it was uh, Dayan. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they watching Che's reaction as he's like, he goes from semi-happy to pissed off is like probably the highlight of my whole uh, weekend, I think. It would, have been, it would have been higher and lighter if it had been my reaction. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I think I think I read somewhere that Osmar said he lost hope I don't think you can ever lose hope when you have the officials in your back pocket so that's, that's all I've got to say <laughs> I think that the next time Soul fans hold up Man 1 notes uh, against John Book uh, is the, the most hypocritical thing in the world I, th- I think you've, 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 wait a minute you've benefited almost every single game this season from a refereeing decision I'm sure each team has benefited from a refereeing decision. Yeah, but so benefited almost every single game. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure each team benefits every single game from nah, refereeing nah. It's been blatantly obvious this year. There was, what, four, five occasions of VAR in the game? Uh, First one was a... a um, the yellow card. The yellow card for Hong Chol after he, he Vinnie Jones... Kuangman was it anyway? One of the sole players. Uh, I think Ko Yohan was lucky to get away with a yellow for, for, for that. But uh, we'll stick with Hong Chol first. Okay. I didn't see that. He, he grabbed. He actually grabbed him by the balls and twisted. Red card. Got a yellow card after VAR. Should be a red. Uh, next, Ko Yohan. He lifted his foot as the as the Suwon player dived down to head it. It was reckless foot. It, it, if the Su1 player didn't dive into it, yeah, his foot was really high. It was high. It was. It, I think the, the only reason he, he didn't get a red card is because the Su1 player did put his head in it as well. Uh, the best part about that was when the referee told me about the blood. You, you wouldn't have seen that at, at the game. So the referee on, on TV <laughs> shows you the referee sitting going, "You're to wipe the blood off his arm," <laughs> and, then, and it's, like, it's a tattoo. <laughs> so so he, he he just walks away, and, and the referee calls him back. And Guyon just barges past the referee. So I think don't be an idiot. And the referee calls him back, and he goes, "As in, it's a tattoo." And the referee still doesn't apologise, he just kind of murmurs something and walks away. But it was really funny because he was like, wipe that blood off, and he's like, talking about a tattoo. Dayan's goal? Dayan's goal was. Nothing wrong with that. What? I'm just saying, opinions, well taken. Oh, it was a beautiful goal, yeah. No celebration. Should have scored one bit before and one after it. Yeah, he was one on one with the keeper, and the keeper yeah. got it. And his header was terrible yeah. like, at the end of the first half. Uh, no celebrations. Yep. Some booing from the Soul fans. Which is yeah, I heard some booing. I, uh, I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I thought I heard booing, but as I said, I was, I was half watching it, half doing other stuff. But I saw the goal. Yeah, beautiful goal. First penalty in the 89th minute. Uh, 
Honestly, uh, how it's uh, actually the ninetieth minute. Uh, pretty bad. The guy tried to kick it and he accidentally kicked Park's foot and Park just dies. He clattered into him in the penalty area. Yeah. Park was heading out of the penalty Yeah, area. it was. It was. You've seen them given. Yeah, yeah. We can agree yeah, on that, right? Yeah. You've seen them given. Yeah, I w- I'm, I'm going to give you that one as being I've seen them given. Whether I think it was or not, I've seen it given. Let's get to the free kick and then the penalty goal that he scored. You've seen them given it. It's the one where when we get it, yeah, it's, a, it's probably a penalty. When it's against us, it's like, ah, oh, that's harsh. But it's one of those things that I think this is where VAR has a problem. I think if you slow anything down in VAR, you're going to see contact. I've said it before, I don't think VAR works as effectively as people think it does. That any handball is going to be given as a penalty. And yes, on VAR, that was a, I can see why you gave the penalty, because the guy did bump into the park. But was it worthy of a penalty? Ah, I've seen them given. <laughs> and the, the way you took the penalty? I said I didn't see it. You, <laughs> I didn't see the penalty. No. I didn't see it. I only saw the penalty decision afterwards. I didn't see it at the time. I was I wasn't watching at the time. Okay. So you'd have seen the match was over. You tune in to watch whatever's on next. Uh, <laughs> only to realise they're in eight minutes of time. No, I turned it over to the the uh, Inchon game. Uh, um, no, Park took the penalty because Inchon looked like they were going to score, and I was more invested in whether or not Inchon gang one would end up. Or not. He, he, he kicked it to Park, kicked it to his left, to the goalie's right. Uh, he didn't kick it far enough, so the goalie made a fairly easy save. At that at that moment, you think Seoul had a goal disallowed. They've missed a penalty. Ninety minutes have ticked over. Uh, it's not their day. But then the referee went, "Oh wait, wait a minute! What's that big brown thing sitting waiting in my in my locker from the right? That thing that the way's going to get a holiday out of, and the kids are going to get that that school and mock dong again. Oh, that's, that's right, a bribe." Uh, then the referee gave a dodgy free kick uh, originally. Um, so it was a it was six, a six minutes of time added on, which is fair enough with all the v, the VAR action. Yep, we, yeah, and subs. Uh, Ninety-five minutes and thirty odd seconds. Park breaks forward. Uh, the Suwon defender takes him out. Lunges. You've seen Park. him given. Seen him given. I'm not convinced it was a free kick. Um, Park lines up the free kick for one minute. He does a, a slide rule pass past the wall for Koyuan to run onto. Who, who then dives? Koyuan takes then the dives. ball. You will never convince shift, me of anything. Shifts it outside the goalie to go around the goalie. And goes over his foot. The goalie does a bloody, what's his name? Well, 92 World Cup. Muller on um, Platini. Takes him out, almost breaks his neck. No, no, none of this is true. He did take him out. He did, he, he did clip him. I, I've watched the replay a bunch of times, and it looked to me that it would be it, it would be after Park just missed a penalty. It would be easier for for Koyuan to try and slip it into the empty net. It wasn't much of an angle; the net was empty. All he had to do was, but yeah, he, it was like he did go down. He, the the only thing I'm going to say about it, the the the, the only credit I'm going to give Saul was it was a beautiful free kick. It was very very nice. Uh, and as Alan Shearer would say, he's got the right to go down there. He's the only, been taken out by the keeper. He's got the right to no, go down. The only thing the keeper did stupidly was he he does he extends his foot slightly yeah. as Koyu Han's going past him, yeah. and it was a dumb thing to do because if he kept it where it originally was, yeah. Koyu Han would still have dived over it. Um, went to VAR, which took us up into. I didn't, I didn't actually really go to VAR. I didn't go to VAR, did I? No, no. It was, but yeah. he just did this. Yeah. Dehan jumped in and pulled everyone away, who, who was going absolutely crazy. Goalie was going mental, wasn't he? Yeah, and then Park Too Young slotted the penalty home, one each. Same direction, but 
much nearer to the post? On the on the advice of Koyohan. Uh, they walked up to him and said, go same way. To which the point you can actually see him saying, look, not what they were saying, but you can see the way that he was looking at me, he was saying, So presumably the goalie saw it as well then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was literally the final kick of the game. As yep. soon as it went in, the ref blew his whistle. Finished one each. So one blue wings. I'll be home unhappy, so FCSO fans, as usual, celebrating anything that they can get their hands on. I think you'd tell me you wouldn't celebrate a 99th minute equaliser. <laughs> of course I would. But I, I will tell you one thing is that even when Seoul have been good, um, I've never really, never really seen Seoul sort of just dominate Suwon to the degree they did in that game. I disagree. I, I think Suwon had, had enough clear-cut chances, enough clear-cut chances to win it twice I would, I would say the same about Seoul so was a few but I think I think Suwon's were I think the Blue Wings were cloaked were the Adam Taggart's header as well like yeah. he had a header they had a header both of them should be getting him on target they didn't even get him on target I think that was the difference like, like Seoul were getting you know I mean Koyohan hitting the post so that was a cracking strike um, I think Koyohan dominated that game I'll give you that he he, he had, I don't know the guy's name, Saric, Sars, Saric, whatever his name is, he had him in his back pocket. Uh, it was only when he got, got the yellow card that things looked as if he, and I, as I said, I was turning it off and on at that point, uh, but he seemed to be dominating that game. Um, Koyuhan is, is a fantastic player, he, he's, he's an exceptional player. He's, he's one of the few Korean players <coughs> that, that should be out of Korea. He's one of the few ones that I would say, I would advocate leaving Korea because I think he could become a really good player he's a bit past it now yeah. but I still think he could still become something him and Lee Chung Young were classmates Lee Chung Young has been gone from the K League for what 10 years now yeah but I still think I still think Koyo Han could Although, develop talking of Lee Chung Young rumours well not rumours it was confirmed by someone at the club he was coming back he was, he was all lined up to come back last summer he was training because after he got released by Palace in May he came back and he was training with FC Seoul. Um, they'd agreed terms on a on a on a agent to sort of club basis, or not. And then they took it to the the actual guy who's got the final sign off, and he said, "Can you guarantee? Cause obviously, he's going to command a good chunk of change, right? He's not going to be cheap." The, uh, the the finance guy at the FC Seoul said, "Can you guarantee that he's going to have a certain impact? He's, can you guarantee he's going to do this, that, or the other?" Uh, and the guys turn around and say, "Well, obviously he's been a bit injury prone recently yeah. in recent years, and, and there are no guarantees in football anyway." So the foot, the money guy said, "No, we're not we're not going to sign him." I mean, do you think that was partly influenced by Hadison uh, coming back and being a car wreck? Basically, yeah, haven't played. Eh? He hasn't played, right? He's played what maybe five times in two years. Yeah, I mean, do you think that might have influenced it? Um, you know, once bitten, twice shy type of thing. Well, I, I heard that the. So the way that the the, F, the FC Seoul works is they 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 um, post people out from main GS construction or whatever to FC Seoul as like a like a two year posting or whatever. So they got rid of the last guy and the guy they brought in now he's he spent he doesn't know anything about football right. He spent his whole yeah. career as a CFO doing accounting finance where his every damn accounts know nothing about football. Every every decision is based on return <laughs> on investment, all right. Um, football is not really like football. Has he's trying to moneyball it, right? He's basically he's trying to moneyball it, and uh, well, obviously we'll not we'll, we'll never know if he made the right decision or not. But oh, you'll know if he comes back next year. 
<coughs> or in the summer. So yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay. Anything else in the, on the weekend's games? Uh, just go through a couple of results. Okay. Daegu beat Sangju one 0 on the Friday. Yep. Pohang uh, got a bit of an upset by beating Ulsan two one. Yeah. Cheju got their first win beating Kyungnam two 0 at home. Okay. Uh, and Kangwon beat Incheon one 0 Okay. The Kangwon game probably predictable. Not about, I, I, I honestly think Ulsan. I don't know. They haven't watched them against Songnam. I, I, I don't think they're. I don't think they're as good as I thought they were at the start of the season. I think they've got some great individual players, but they, they don't like being attacked. If you, if you run directly at them, they just collapse. And they have John Book this weekend, and I think that's going to be the big test because I think I don't I don't think they'll beat John Book or even come close to, to be perfectly honest. Um, Kingdom, Kingdom are free falling down that league now, right? I mean, when they're opening game and just like down to tenth, tenth, right? Okay. Uh, okay. Anything else to talk about for the, for the past weekend? Um, if you look at the league table, you've got Chumbuk top on 21, Ulsan second on 20, Tegu third on 19, Seoul fourth on 18, and then there's a gap of four points yeah. to Sangju in fifth. Uh, Sangju are going to collapse, so you've already seen there's a gap of even more than that to, to sixth, right? Pohang 13 in sixth. And then Songnam. Seventh from thirteen points. I was going to say that there's like three teams on thirteen points, right? Kang won on thirteen points, yeah. So we're looking at a four-way title race. Yep. Really? You're looking at four teams that are not going to be. I mean, that's the top four. I'm going to say that's going to be the top four coming into the season. One thing I would say about the Seoul Chumbuk game the other day. I know everyone hates FC Seoul, but yep. given how much we've been looking for a credible challenges to Chumbuk in the last years, I think it was a bit weird how everyone was massively celebrating this last minute winner for Chumbuk which basically because the title challenge is going to come from Ulsan <laughs> so but we have our title challenge but we just don't want it but we just don't want it come from Seoul but even so it's still giving Chumbuk two points which didn't deserve yeah but we knew that Son I knew that Son were going to drop them <laughs> what when Puang were going to beat Ulsan anyway, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Um, I mean I don't think there is a credible title challenge I think I, I, I said this after the game on Saturday even though John Book drew the song numbers was sort of surprising, but I don't think there's a credible title challenge. I think John Book will have it wrapped up pretty early again. Uh, I think I'm, I do think Daegu will be there or thereabouts, as in, in the top four or five. Uh, but I think you can see that, that those teams that are all huddled on 13 points, I think Bloomings are on 11, I guess, or 12, right? 10. 10. Uh, like those teams that are huddled on 13 and, and, and Bloomings on 10, they're the four five teams or so that, that are going to make up the fight for who's going to be in the top six but I think that four point gap yeah. Sanju are going to fall soon so that four point gap is actually like five or six point gap but I don't think I think that's going to be the top four in one shape or form come the end of the season ok um, Songnam going to Sanju this weekend tonight yeah, tomorrow Friday tonight Friday night Friday night Um confident last time we went and it finished nothing so I think it'll be the same ok other games this weekend Incheon at home to Pohang yeah Pohang will win that Seoul at home to Tegu Saturday night are you coming nope ok uh, draw uh, and then on Sunday you've got Cheju at home to Suwon uh, draw Kyungnam at home to Kangwon draw and Ulsan at home to Chumbuk so we can actually do six draws, right? Uh, John will win. So top four are playing each other. Yeah. Could see some 
turn around. Could see, but I think John Bickle will win, and I think Solon did go draw. So the gap will start to. Start, the, the gap will start to form. Okay, quick two minutes to talk about K2. Yep. Uh, the other super match also happened last weekend. Yeah. The, mi- the micro match, should we call it? Yep, the Chisholm match. Um, Sue won one in that one, beating Elan 3 1. They were 0 down. Uh, one each at half time, Annie got uh, scored, and then Chisholm second half was utterly. I watched the second half. Sue and FC were, were amazing. Not amazing, but they were pretty impressive second half. Came out fighting, all guns blazing, and Chisholm looks, yep, like a player. Uh, in other games, uh, Pusan beat Tejon 5 0 away. Yeah. Puchon drew tour with Anyang, Kwangju beat Chonnam 2 0, and Arsan drew 1 0 with Ansan. Which means prediction league bonus question, which will be the last team to have a, a zero in their win draw lo- loss column, uh, goes to Kwangju, who's Kwangju. still undefeated, uh, still not lost. Still not lost. Yeah. Okay. Cheju's win and Arsan's draw meant that they're. Uh, this weekend, um, Elander at home to Tejon, okay. Chonnam home to Suwon, Pusan at home to Kwangju, Anyang at home to Ansan, and Puchon at home to Arsan. I mean, Dejo need to do some soon. I mean, they've had that's quite a few bad defeats they've had, right? Uh, Suwon are so inconsistent. They win one game, draw the next, lose the next, win the next one. Draw, um, loss, win, loss, win. Yeah. If they can put a run together, they might be able to challenge for second spot or top spot, but I just don't think they have the consistency to make it the top spot. Well, if you look at the league, Kwangju top with 22, Busan second with 20, then there's a five point gap yeah. to Anyang in third. Yeah. Um, and then Sue on a, a further point behind. So I think, yeah, I think those top two will be challenging for the title, and then I guess the rest of them will be making up the playoff spots. Okay. Okay, you wanted to close by giving a, a K League legend. So, so, so not the one I'm meeting in Thailand, but. Well, it, uh, it, it was Father John's last match for the moment. Last okay. weekend, it uh, was Songnam Chonbuk. Yep. Um, a lot of people criticise the Kaylee for being a bit naff, being a bit rubbish, but it's taken a guy who who admits he wasn't a fan of football before he came to Korea and turned him into a massive football fan. Yep. Uh, so, all hail the K-League is what I say. Yeah, I mean definitely. Yeah, I, I met him for the first time before and after the game. We, we shared some some mackerel and some beer and uh, a few stories and some shaving tips um, <laughs> I hope he follows them um, but yeah it was uh, a great guy a bit, a bit bigger than I thought he was going to be a, a bit taller I didn't think he was I don't know uh, but yeah, yeah I met him after the game we kind of tried to take to get Kim Chinook to sign his poster he, he, he unfortunately didn't um, but that would never have happened at FC Seoul well it's song at Moran you're so far away from him it's like Possible, but yeah, it, it, it was great to meet him. I hope he he, he continues to follow the K League from afar. Um, hope one day he continues back. to listen. Yep. And he's put put in all his predictions for the the uh, prediction league until June. So. Yeah, but then I deleted them. <laughs> so uh, I bet you don't even know the login. <laughs> I don't even know what the website's called. <laughs> I don't know nothing at all about it. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I only met him a couple of times, but he's been very interactive on Twitter and yeah, here, there, and everywhere. So. A genuinely nice guy. A genuinely very nice guy. 
especially for a Chumbo fan. That took the words right out of my mouth. Especially seeing as one of the other ones was fighting, but anyway. <laughs> so, um, outro. Outro, something for the Reverend. <laughs> my father's a preacher man. Rever- Reverend and the Makers. The, the famous band from Sheffield, is it? I, th- I think you, you're going to go with it, you know, like, like son of a preacher man. No, I was going to go with the theme tune from the Waltons. The Waltons? Why? Good night, John Boy. Thank you.